Hello, brave Korean learners. My name is Ari Lee. I'm your host of the Legit Korean, where I get to practice English speaking and you get to learn Korean with the Legit Korean. On today's episode, you will hear about very interesting story about Korean wedding, and after that, you will learn some Legit Korean expressions inspired by Fourth of July. You know, the American Independence Day. So last week I started writing assignment project on Instagram. You send me your handwriting and I give you my feedback. And I'm really happy that people are really participating. And if you haven't yet, you can join as well. Just go to my Instagram account, legitkre, and check this week's writing task. By the way, this week's writing task is this. Tell me about your summer vacation plan in one to four sentences. The deadline would be by July 7th, Wednesday. So write down the sentences on paper, take a picture of it, and send me the picture. You can send me your picture by sharing it on your story, tagging me, or you can just send it to me on DM. Then I will check and I will give my feedback to as many learners as possible. Actually, I started this writing assignment project because I know that there are Korean learners who are comfortable with writing rather than speaking, and also there are people who are comfortable with speaking rather than writing. So I wanted all of you to practice or test your Korean the way you like. Or the way you feel comfortable. So, if you're confident with speaking, send me your voice. If you're comfortable with writing, send me your handwriting. And speaking of voice, I got some beautiful voices from Korean learners. Here they are. 안녕하세요. 저는 샹태입니다. 친구야, 어제 뭐 했어? 어제 소개팅 했어. 오 진짜? 어때? 좋아, 좋았어. 근데 인연이 아닌. 똑같아. 감사합니다. 안녕하세요. 저는 리사예요. 어제 나는 소개팅했어. 아, 네? 저 맞다? 음, 아니. 욕한 위생 진짜 깬다. 인연이 아닌 것 같아요. 아이고. 감사합니다. Thank you, Chantel and Lisa. You did a great job. I gave them my feedback on DM, and I'm so proud that they are getting better and better. So they made a Korean conversation using the expressions they learned uh, on the last episode, which was about bad blind date. After listening to this episode, send me your voice message on Instagram DM. Then your voice will be on the next episode, and I will give you my feedback. Then let's start today's episode. Now you're about to listen to the What of Korea segment, but um, before that, I have to warn you. This is very embarrassing, but I just learned that for this entire segment, I called groom as broom. So every time I say broom, uh, you can laugh and just take it as groom. Thank you for your cooperation in advance, and here we go. It's time for What Up Korea. 
In this segment, I talk about Korean news, trends, culture, and anything you'll find interesting about my country. And today I prepared a very interesting story about wedding in South Korea. So first, I want to talk about wedding invitation cards. I think it could be a Korean thing or Asian thing. But when you see the Korean wedding invitation cards, the first thing you will notice is that the names of parents of bride and broom come first. So I searched Google about wedding invitation and there were a lot of uh, English wedding invitation card templates and most of them had uh, only the names of bride and broom but in Korean invitation cards the parents uh, I mean the names of parents of bride and broom come first and then the names of bride and broom come second. So for example, it's like the first daughter of John and Miranda, Amy, gets married kind of thing. So as you can see from the invitation cards, Korean wedding is very much about parents rather than the couple. So when you hold a wedding ceremony, a lot of guests uh, come, right? And in Korean weddings, a lot of or uh, oftentimes majority of the guests are there for the parents, the parents of the couple. So for example, uh, friends of father of the bride or colleagues of the mother of the broom. And also a lot of relatives come as well. So it's like a huge family and um, the parents acquaintances gathering kind of thing. So let's say that you just uh, got the invitation card and you are invited to a wedding in Korea and you go to the wedding and what happens? Now I want to walk you through the process of a typical Korean wedding. So first of all, a lot of weddings in South Korea are held in wedding halls. Sometimes they are held in churches, but it's not, uh, how can I say, it's not often. So a wedding hall is like a place that is specialized for the wedding. It has beautiful halls for the ceremony and a buffet restaurant. And it also has a parking lot for a lot of cars, you know, for the guests. And most of all, it's located in the city, so um, it's easier to visit. So before you go to this wedding hall, the uh, first thing you have to prepare is money. I don't know how to call this in uh, in English, but in Korean, we say this as 축의금, and it means celebration money. So we pay this money to uh, show how much we celebrate this wedding. The amount of money really depends on the relationship you have with the parents of the couple or uh, the couple. It could be as low as about $50 if you are not that close to them. And it can be as high as about $1,000 if you are really close to them. And this money is very important. I mean, the amount 
is not that important. But、um, you should bring money. You know, it can be as low as fifty dollars. But anyway, you should bring the money. Otherwise, you won't be able to participate in the wedding if you are an adult. And we mostly put this money into a white envelope, and on the envelope you should write your name. This is important because when you go to a wedding hall, there are people who collect the money, and they have this money book,、uh, in which they write your name, and the next, I mean, next your name, they write the amount of money you paid. So that the parents or the couple can learn who paid how much after the wedding, and you might find this awkward or something, but、uh, actually this is very important because it helps for the parents or the couple、uh, to decide how much they should pay for your wedding in the future or your children's wedding in the future. So, for example, if you paid one hundred dollars, they will most likely pay one hundred dollar back to you in your wedding in the future. So this money is a give and take. So now you arrive at the wedding and you pay the money, and in return you get something, which is a food ticket. In rare cases, you will just get a souvenir like a、uh, I don't know towel, towel or、uh, bread kind of thing. But in most cases, you will get a buffet restaurant ticket that you will use after the wedding. Now you pay the money, you got the buffet ticket. Now you have to meet the person why you are there for. So if you are there for a bride,、uh, you will go to this special room called bride's waiting room, in which a bride is sitting in a beautiful chair in a beautiful wedding dress, and the room is very pretty as well. So you can take a picture with her. But if you are there for the groom or the parents,、uh, they are just standing in front of the hall. So you can give a handshake, or、uh, you can say something like "Oh, congratulations" kind of thing. And now the wedding ceremony starts. I don't know how long it takes in other countries, but in Korea it mostly ends in ten or twenty minutes. I think fifteen minutes would be average. And、um, actually, one wedding that I attended to in the past. Only lasted about seven minutes or something. It was super fast. In rare cases, it could take thirty to forty minutes, but、um, in most cases, it ends、uh, in ten to twenty minutes. Oh, and actually, when you enter the hall, you have to decide where to sit. Actually, there are two parts of seats. One part is for the guest, for the bride's family or bride, and the other is for the groom. So the seats are completely divided, and because of this, a very weird part-time job has born, which is wedding guest part-time job. Believe me, it's very interesting. Please hear me out. 
So, like I said, the seats are completely divided, you know, for the groom and for the bride. So you can easily see which part of the seats are more filled or less filled than the counterpart, or sometimes the both uh, parts are less filled. And Koreans are very self-conscious about this. I mean, you can say that they are. I mean, we are very insecure. So let's say that a Korean broom thinks that, oh, I don't have many friends, and my parents don't have many relatives and acquaintances. There will be only a few people in the wedding. It's so embarrassing. So he decides to hire complete strangers to be his wedding guest. That is wedding guest part-time job. There are companies who offer this kind of service to the couple, and these complete stranger wedding guests attend the wedding, and they fill the seats, and they even take the picture. So after the ceremony, all the people who attended uh, the wedding take a picture. I mean, they are taken a picture. A photographer is there, so there's a picture time. And these complete stranger、uh, wedding guests, they are included in the picture as well. And I thought this is very, very weird. I mean, I won't ever do this for my wedding, and I don't think it's a lot. But there are couples who use this service. And after the picture time is buffet time, using the ticket you got after you pay the money. You can use the buffet restaurant inside the wedding hall building, so enjoy your meal. Though I won't guarantee the quality of the food, because most of the food in Korean wedding halls are kind of notorious for not delicious. But you will probably want to visit the buffet anyway because. You can see the newly married couple again. They pay visit to the guests in the restaurant、uh, to say thank you for coming. After they change their clothes, and once you had your meal, the wedding is officially finished. You're free to go. You go home, probably thinking, "Were all the guests real?" <laughs> It's time to speak some Lazy Korean, and today I prepared expressions related to Fourth of July, which is Independence Day in the United States. I picked this topic because Fourth of July is coming, and uh, also uh, more than half of my listeners are in the United States. But listeners in other countries will find the expressions we're gonna learn today useful. I guarantee. So let's start. First and foremost, we should know how to say Independence Day in Korean. I guess a lot of countries in the world would have their own Independence Day, and in Korean, it's 독립 기념일. So repeat after me, 독립 기념일. One more time, 독립 기념일. 
Actually, "tongnip" means independence, and the verb form is "tongnipada." And "tongnipada" can also mean to move out of parents' house. So if you say "na tongnipesa" or "cha tongnipesaya," it means you moved out of your parents' house. And "kinyam" means celebration or commemoration, and "il" means day. So it literally means Independence Celebration Day. Now I have a quiz for you. Say when is the Independence Day in Korean? I'll give you three seconds. Okay, time's up. The answer is 독립기념일 언제예요? Repeat after me. 독립기념일 언제예요? One more time. 독립기념일 언제예요? Okay, you did a great job. Now let's move on to the second expression, which is firework. I heard that fireworks are really big events for uh, the Fourth of July, and firework in Korean is 불꽃놀이. So repeat after me, 불꽃놀이. One more time, 불꽃놀이. Actually, 불꽃 literally means fire flower, and 놀이 means play. So 불꽃놀이 literally means fire flower play, but in English it means firework. So when there is Bulgonori event, people want to know where to see the fireworks, right? You know the best spot or best place to see the fireworks. So the best place to see the fireworks in Korean is Bulgonori Myeongdang. So repeat after me, Myeongdang. So Myeongdang means The best spot or place or seat to see something or to watch something. So, for example, when you go to see a K-pop idol's concert, there are best seats to see the concert, right? And those seats can be called as Myeongdang or Myeongdang Jari. So, when you search Korean internet, you will see a lot of questions from、uh, Korean K-pop fans. Asking the best seats for a concert stadium. So, for example, there's this biggest concert、uh, stadium in Korea. It's called Gochakdom. So there are questions like Gochakdom Myeongdangjari 어디예요? And it means where is the best seat in Gochakdom? And since we are talking about fireworks, we can change this question like. 불꽃놀이 명당자리 어디예요? Meaning, where's the best place to see the fireworks? So repeat after me. 불꽃놀이 명당자리 어디예요? One more time. 불꽃놀이 명당자리 어디예요?
Okay, you did a great job, and let's move on to the third expression. It will be today's last expression, so hang on, people. You can do it. So the last expression is not just one; actually, it's three, and they are inspired by the food that I heard Americans enjoy on the first of July, which is corn on the cob. I hope my research was correct. And corn on the cob is mostly sweet, right? So I want to tell you three different ways、uh, to say sweet in Korean. They are 달다 달달하다, and 달콤하다. I bet a lot of you already know about the first one, 달다, which means to be sweet. Actually, the three words、uh, you just listened to—they all mean to be sweet in Korean. But there's this subtle difference between them, and I want to tell you about that. This can be a very advanced、uh, Korean learning or Korean class. But once you understand the difference, you can speak lazy Korean. So first, 달다 is a Plain sweet.、Um, there's nothing more, you know, just sweet. That's it. Then what about 달달하다? Actually, 달달하다 is a kind of new word that has become very popular between, especially young Koreans. It used to be a dialect、uh, used in just one area in South Korea, but now it's super popular. And it's used throughout the country, and taldarada is a kind of emotional sweetness. So not just the taste, but also it's about the atmosphere or the mood kind of thing. So when we see a couple who's having a really good time together, we use this word taldarada, 저 커플 달달하다 kind of thing. So you can use this word to describe the taste of、uh, something, but you can also use this word to describe the atmosphere. Then the what about the last one, 달콤하다? 달콤하다 is more about、uh, chocolate or candy-like sweetness. So we usually use this word when we describe the sweetness of. Uh, the sweet desserts like chocolate, candy, or cake. So, if you look at the lyrics of "What Is Love," sung by Twice, a Korean K-pop girl group, there's this line saying, "What is love? 사탕처럼 달콤하다는데." I repeat, 사탕처럼 달콤하다는데. And it means I heard that it's sweet like candy. By the way, this song is really good. I highly recommend. And inspired by this lyric, I want to give you a small quiz. How do you say love is sweet like candy in Korean? If I give you a hint, candy in Korean is satang. I will give you three seconds. Okay, time's up. 
Love is sweet like candy in Korean is 사랑은 사탕처럼 달콤하다. So repeat after me. 사랑은 사탕처럼 달콤하다. One more time. 사랑은 사탕처럼 달콤하다. And if you add 는데 after this sentence, like 사랑은 사탕처럼 달콤하다는데, it will mean I heard that love is sweet like candy, and it becomes very similar with the lyrics. Okay, now we are done with today's expressions. I feel that today's lesson was uh, very complicated. I'm sorry about that. But if you made it this far, you should be proud of yourself. So today we learned 독립기념일, meaning Independence Day. 불꽃놀이, meaning firework. 명당, meaning the best place or seat to see something. And lastly, the subtle difference between 달다, 달달하다, and 달콤하다. And there's one more thing left. Don't forget to send me your speaking assignment. Make your own Korean sentence. It can be just one sentence. One sentence is totally fine. So make your own sentences using the expressions you learned today. And record your voice and send your voice message to me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is legitkre. And if you send it by Sunday, your voice will be on the next episode. And you will get my feedback as well. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Podcast 들어주셔서 감사하고요. See you next week. 다음 주에 봐요. 안녕. Thank you.